It's time for the Crunch Time Plays Podcast, where we talk all things sports from the collegiate level all the way up to the pros. And now, here's your host, Bennett Ganey. What's up, everybody? Welcome back in to another edition of Crunch Time Plays. And we've got another awesome guest for you today from the NBA, the game of basketball. She covers the Charlotte Hornets for formerly what was Fox Sports South, and now it's Valley Sports South, and that's Ashley Shamady. Ashley, thanks so much for coming on with me today, and hope you're doing well. Yeah, thank you, Ben, for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm always excited to talk. Hornets basketball. So thanks again. Uh, you're welcome. There's there's no doubt about that. I want to start off with you by talking about uh, Lamelo Ball and just kind of the phenomenon he's been this year. I know he's which we're talking in the pre-show that he's going to be reevaluated again here at the end of April. But just what has he meant to the Hornets this year? I know there's a lot of questions surrounding um, MJ and Mitch Kupchak picking him there at number three. But just what is he? What have you seen him in covering the team that he's brought to the Hornets, and and who have been some of the guys that have stepped up with Ball and now Hayward being out for at least to the end of April? Yeah. So I mean, there's no doubt about it. I think Lamelo has 100% exceeded expectations. Everyone kind of knew. Yeah, he he's a professional. He's been, you know, playing professional basketball overseas for a couple of years now. Yeah, he's really young, but he's not new to this. And, um, you know, people knew just how good that that he is and, and what he's capable of. But like I said, I think he's absolutely exceeded that. There was a question about his shooting ability when he came in and people just kind of nitpicking at things. And it's like LaMelo Ball is good. There's just no doubt about it. He brings not just his shooting, but his playmaking and his ability to just see the floor, unlike anything that I've ever seen from a rookie, from a young kid, just his court vision is impeccable. If you see any of his basically like football field passes, it's like, how did you even catch that? I I don't know. It's, it's so spot on. And then um, off the court, you know, I, any player I talk to, if you hear any interviews about him from our guys or coach or anything like that, it's just, the joy that he brings to practices, to the team. He's always got a smile on his face. And, you know, that's just something that surprised me. Not that I didn't think he would be, you know, a a good kid, but he is so energetic and he has such a positive outlook on life. And um, something that I've really just noticed, and and we have too, obviously there's a ton of media attention around him and, and what he's brought to the Hornets is so much media attention. And that can be draining. That can be so draining. I know, I mean, I can't even imagine his life growing up and and having, I mean, he's been in the spotlight since day one, just because of his dad and his brothers. And, you know, to be such a humble, grounded kid with all that is something that kind of surprised me. And I think it's, it's wonderful. He just, he loves the game of basketball. All he wants to do is play. He's what we call a gym rat is, um, as everyone knows, and that's, that's LaMelo ball. So I think, you know, despite or besides everything that he has brought skill wise to this team, um, there's just so much more. And and I think that, you know, people are hopefully seeing that and they see kind of how the team interacts with him and the chemistry that he already has with so many of the guys on the team. And yeah, he's just been he's been a joy in all aspects. So um, I'm really excited to see kind of the future of the organization with LaMelo. And to answer your other question, um, it's at least four to five weeks. He obviously broke his wrist. So he has a cast on it. Now it's going to be at least four to five weeks. Then he'll be reevaluated. 
Um, you know, if you listen to any interviews with Mitch Kupchak or I talked to Mitch Kupchak and Coach Brego about it, and everyone's really hopeful. They're hopeful that he'll, you know, be able to come back and hopefully the Hornets can hold on, kind of get to the playoffs. And obviously we'll see what happens then. Mitch Kupchak told me, you know, we're not going to risk LaMelo and we're not going to, you know, put him in any situation that would further harm his wrist or his health or anything like that. But he's a young kid. Hopefully he can heal fast. Um, and hopefully we'll see him again. Cause I know, you know, the fans love watching LaMelo play and um, to have him back for, you know, fingers crossed a playoff run would be amazing. So that's kind of the situation on him. And as far as players stepping up in his absence, I mean, if you saw the game that we played last night against Oklahoma city or whenever this is going up, the game that we played on Wednesday against Oklahoma city, you know, coach Brego every night, we're all kind of rooting for him for coach of the year because he has had to just deal with so much adversity as I know other teams have as well, but just being creative with his lineups. I mean, he lost 50% of his scoring and 80% of his playmaking with Gordon Hayward, LaMelo Ball, and Malik Monk out. Um, so just being creative and finding guys that can kind of step up and provide that. And last night it was Jalen McDaniels. He led the team with 21 points and he kind of seized an opportunity that he had. And that's what we need for, for guys moving forward. So I think it's going to be someone different maybe every night or maybe every couple nights, but you know, the Martin twins and, and Jalen and Miles Bridges and PJ stepping up as well, just kind of to fill that void of scoring and that void of playmaking. So a very long answer, but I hope I answered all your questions. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely so. And I, it's, it's, it's really awesome to hear, especially you since you're so close with the players, just talk about how humble of a guy Lamelo is. I know there's a lot of misconceptions about him just based on just – him and his family and and people look at at LeVar Ball and his antics a little bit whenever Lonzo was in college there at UCLA and coming out for the draft and you know saying he could you know take MJ one-on-one and different things like that Mm -hmm. but but what how how important is it for for you as a as a broadcaster as a storyteller about these guys that you're able to convey such an awesome story about them and what they are truly like on and off the court. And it, it is, it's my whole job. I feel like just kind of connecting the fans and the viewers to this, these players and either, you know, showing them what they are, maybe off the court a little bit or, or giving them a little inkling into their lives. I feel like that is the, the premise of my job. And I love it so much because, you know, this year has obviously been a challenge. I haven't we haven't been able to travel with them, which has really made my job difficult because that's kind of how I get all my stories. And um, that's how I get, you know, just from being on the plane or on the bus, going to practices, shoot arounds, like that's how I get my stories on these kids and or on these guys. Um, so that's been a challenge, but I really feel like, like that is the premise of my job. I just want to kind of give fans an inkling into their lives because, you know, people they have fans that adore them. I remember my first or second, I guess my second year, probably last year, you know, I would ask some of the players like Miles, Devante, um, PJ, you know, what's your warm up music? Like, what do you play before, right before you get out? What do you eat right before you a game? And, and a lot of them would be like, Ash, why do you want to know this stuff about me? And I'm like, look, the fans want to know that they, they, they look up to you guys. You guys are like superheroes to them. So even the smallest, what you think is just a small little detail about, 
you know, your pregame routine, it's interesting to these people that really look up to you. So I take that part so seriously. And I just, I try to, you know, like you said, people might not know that about LaMelo, that he is such a, he's a humble guy who just wants to play basketball. He just from the little time that I've spent this year around, um, you know, with zoom interviews and, and, and things like that, just seeing that he just wants to play. He doesn't care about the media attention. And I know he gets a ton of it and he just wipes it off. It's, it's, he just wants to win for his team and, and be that, you know, be the guy that can provide whatever he can to help his team win. So um, I'm glad that if anyone, if any fans have seen that at all, um, that means that I'm doing my job. So <laughs> glad for that. But Ashley does, Ashley does an incredible job. And I, you know, am, am thankful to live here in the Southeast. I can watch uh, you and Dale and those guys on, on, on Bally, what's now Bally Sports. And yeah. Has that, has, has the broadcasting on, on Bally, it was it really just a name change for you guys or are there, are they some kind of, are there different things that you guys have to do now that, now that Bally Sports is, is what you're broadcasting on? Honestly, um, I know there was probably obviously so much behind the scenes, so, so much. And, um, you know, some things I, I don't even know of, but for us and just for the viewers at home, it was really just a new look, a new exciting, um, name and, and like I said, a new look and, um, you know, the end of an era with Fox Sports South for sure. But Valley Sports, there's just a lot of exciting things coming, coming with it, I'm sure. And, you know, just for everyone at home, it really is just a new look. So um, I think it maybe confused some people at first, but everything is is the same. You can watch on the same channel. We're all here doing the same coverage. Um, the app, I know there's a lot of questions about that, too. It's going to be the same app. It's just going to kind of have an upgrade. So you don't have to re-download anything or anything like that. It's just Valley Sports South now. So uh, we definitely had to ingrain that in our head because, you know, I'm always so used to saying on Fox Sports Southeast, but Valley Sports and and that's where we're here to stay. So it's it's been an exciting time and I love our new desk and I love our new look. I think it's really exciting and fresh and, and fun. You mentioned broadcasting during COVID. I know whenever the Hornets were at home, you know, to start the year, there wasn't any fans there. And now thankfully the, we they are allowed to to have fans. How much of a of a difference does that make at home for you as a as a broadcaster when you're on the broadcast and and what's it like when the Hornets are on the road when you're still in Spectrum Arena, you know, calling the games and different things like that. Oh yeah, it is. Um, it is so different. The you know, even away games right now just there's like six of us in the entire spectrum center and it's bizarre. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, I mean, I'm used to it now, but at the beginning it was definitely different. Um, and home games were obviously, you know, a little bit better because at least we got to watch them. You know, there were still no fans, but at least we got to watch the team actually play on the court. But now for away games, we're just watching it on a giant jumbotron, which is uh, not a bad way to watch a game for sure. But the fans coming back has been so epic and just so wonderful. I know for the guys, they, you know, the first night they hosted just healthcare workers, which was about 500 of them. And I remember asking, I think it was PJ and he's like, man, it felt like 10,000 out there, like just the 500. And now, you know, there's about 3000 or um, they might've even increased it since then, but they make all the difference. Just being out in the concourse and hearing the fans boo the ref or, or not agree with a call or whatever it may be. I've never thought I would take that noise for granted, but I've missed it so much. So 
Um, the fans have just, man, they have made all the difference. I'm so excited. This is the longest road trip now that's going to be done. It was a six gamer. So after this, you know, they'll go back on the road, maybe one or two games, but nothing like a six game one again. So that's going to be really nice because that is just a long time without any fans, without any Hornets players in the building. So I'm excited for them to come back and play some games at home. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I'm just so glad to, to be able to, to watch these these NBA games and watch all these sporting events with, with, you know, not full capacity, but, but some fans, it just makes all the difference in the world uh, to me when I'm watching the game. And I definitely can't wait to, to get back to the spectrum center and watch the Hornets again. But we're here with Ashley Shamadi. She's does a great job covering the Hornets for Valley sports South. And, and the last thing I got for you, Ashley, I wanted to ask you about, we talked in the pre-show the Hornets are, are fourth in the East right now as it stands as we re- record this on a Thursday. They're 26 and 24, but they only have a four-and-a-half game lead over the 10 seed, and that's when, you know, the play-in tournament kind of takes into effect, the seven through 10 seeds there at the end of the year. But what do the Hornets have to do to to kind of stay out of that tournament and and who are some of the the matchups that you're looking at with teams down the stretch that could ultimately decide whether the Hornets are are comfortable in possibly hosting a playoff series, hosting the first two games at home, and then, you know, just kind of staying out of that play-in tournament? Right. So, you know, the Eastern Conference is so tight. It's like you you win one game, you can go up to four, you lose one game, you can drop down to nine or ten. I mean, it's it's crazy how just little wiggle room, very small margin of error you have in the Eastern Conference. Um, being at the fourth spot, man, it is so exciting. And I know, you know, with these injuries, um, I'm sure people are speculating and, and like, oh, okay, you know, writing things off already. But it's like, this is the team that ended the season last year. You know, our very last game before COVID and pandemic and everything got shut down was in Miami. And this was the same team that won in Miami, was playing really well. You know, we all thought they should have been in the bubble and they were upset about it. And so this is the same team. So that kind of gives you just like this, I don't know, this excitement and and you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, they were doing it last year. They can do it again this year. Obviously we would love to have Gordon Lamello Malik all healthy, all back. And it would probably be in an even different situation, but this team can absolutely do it. Um, they've proved it time and time again. And I just think, you know, if they can, keep playing like they're playing and, and hold on. I mean, it's such a grind this season. You know, they just came off a, their like first two day break, it seems like, and they only have one more. So I can't even imagine just how physically and mentally exhausted they are. But I know that's a lot of teams because um, this is just how this season is, is going. But if they can just kind of hold on, I mean, obviously it would be wonderful to, to not have to be in that playing situation, but and just to stay at this, you know, stay at this four spot, because that would be amazing. But I just think, you know, they have it in them and they're very capable of it. Um, I know they hold a lot of tiebreakers against um, some of these teams in the East. So that's always exciting that, that, you know, that's the case, but it's just going to be a couple weeks here of really just grinding and, and trying to find ways to win. That has been their, their mantra and their motto. Um, you know, with just bad news of injury after injury, they, that's all they say. Terry Rogier is like, we're just finding ways to win. And I think that they can do that every night and hopefully, 
hopefully stay in that number four spot. I mean, it's just, it's exciting. The Hornets are so much fun to watch. It's so exciting this season. And I, I think people obviously are noticing and um, I hope they keep us supporting just because I know they're obviously some, some injuries that they're dealing with and, and all that stuff, but they are 100% capable. And if you just remember, you know, this is the team that was cruising there at the end last season. And now they're getting a chance to do it again and kind of show them like we should have been in the bubble last season. And this is why. So I think they're 100% capable and, you know, it's just, it's going to be tough because it is such a small margin of error, but they are, they, they can, they can do it. So keep on watching the Hornets because they might surprise more people than you think. And they're definitely really fun to watch. I mean, I have just have a great time turning on the TV at night and, and watching the Hornets. And they're, they're such a fun group. They're kind of like the Braves with, you know, having Acuna and Albies and those guys just having Rozier and, and Devontae Graham and, and those guys, they're just, they're just really fun to watch. They're having a lot of fun. And, and that two day break, they look really rested um, Wednesday night against Oklahoma City. So hopefully they can continue that momentum and, and finish fourth in the East. But, but actually it's been awesome having you today. And I've, you got to run, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and give you a follow and, and what can they expect from the coverage here in the next couple of weeks. And, and I'll leave the floor open to you. Anything else you want to plug as well that you're doing? All right. Thank you so much, Ben. And I've appreciated, uh, I appreciate you asking me to come on. This has been awesome. Obviously love talking Hornets basketball. So you can watch us on Valley sports. Um, our pregame show is always 30 minutes before game time. And then, um, we do post game as well. So be sure to tune in for that. And, you know, I I'm, you can find me, I guess, on Instagram and Twitter, Ashley and Shamity and A Shamity on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to hit those and give a follow too, that'd be wonderful. But yeah, just tune in and watch the Hornets because they are, they're extremely fun. And um, like I said, they're going to surprise some people and I'm just, I'm just excited to be along for the ride. So thank you again. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And if you're, if you're a Hornets fan listening, make sure you check out the broadcast every night. And, and if you're not a Hornets fan, I've, that's the place to go to. And, and Ashley and, the, and Dale and those guys, they just do an outstanding job of covering the team and calling the game. So make sure to check them out. And, and thank you so much to Ashley for coming on today. And, and thanks to you for listening. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And this has been another edition of Crunch Time Plays. God bless everybody.